Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Happy Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, episode 645 of Coach Unplugged. Um, Doing part two with Chris today. Talking about practice planning and practice drills. But before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout out, first of all, to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. The Netflix for basketball coaches, but it's better. <laughs> it's better than Netflix because Netflix doesn't have me. Netflix doesn't have our community. Netflix doesn't have um, the interaction that teachhoops.com has. If you want to become a better basketball coach, that is the spot you should go. Also, go over and check out Dr. Dish, the uh, the most innovative and best shooting machine on the market, in my opinion. Mention Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $350 off your next purchase. All right, let's head off to the podcast. <laughs> go ahead. All right, five, five 17s on two, yes. Okay, so the 17 across, do you guys do that? Seven, you were talking wind sprints. Yeah. Okay, but what do you do? Go back to this. So you go. So the kids are lined up on this yep. baseline, right? One, yep. two, three, yep. four, 17 five, times. Yep, 17 times. We do it on an interval of two minutes, five of them. So it's a 10-minute drill. So what happens is we do it in two groups. We have one group on one side, one group on the other. You can take as long as you want to sprint back and forth, but the – Every two minutes, you have to go every two minutes is when you start your next sprint. Oh, I love that. Okay. So if you take a minute five to do it, you get 55 seconds rest. If you want to half-ass it and jog it, then you get no time to rest. You can run for 10 minutes. Basically. Yeah, then you're just jogging for 10 minutes. Good. Have fun. <laughs> what do they do? Uh, most of them run it hard, and then what we'll do is we'll put a time on it if kids are dogging it, then we'll say everyone in this group has to get it in under a minute 20. Otherwise, it doesn't count. Okay. Okay. So that right when sense. you see the kids dogging it, then you put a – Then you put a restriction on it. Then okay. you put a restriction on it. Okay. 
So then, so by the time, so you're not even through your 45 minutes. The last one is your 45 no. minutes. Okay. Yeah. That, no, five seventeens is the last thing. Okay. That's your last thing. So they are done. They're you, you've gone for 45 minutes. They're done. Like they're yes. gassed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I love that. So you basically are, you basically, you're like the Marine Sergeant. You beat them down bad. Yeah. And now you're going to see how good they are. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Right. And now we're going to get into the meat of the practice, whatever it is we're trying to accomplish. Right. Okay. Today's uh, emphasis, as you can see, is going to be defense, 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 defense. Um, what do you play defensively? We, we started in half court man, and then we adjust from there. Okay. Uh, we wound up going to a lot of zone this year. I'd like to be – the times I've had really good teams, it is completely changing defenses. Every time there's a huddle, we change a defense. Oh, uh, stop a huddle. Like, Timeout. High, high school kids don't adjust to change. You could change on if – you, if you get to the point where you even change on every other – on a make and a miss, if you change on, you know, every dead ball, you change – they'll freak out. They won't know. I mean, I've had – three teams where I've actually been able to change on the side of where the ball is entered. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. That's crazy. Cause no one knows what's going on. Like they <laughs> think, they think you're like a magician at that point. Um, <laughs> but even make misses, it takes them a while to figure it out. Um, yes. Cause then you can change what the make and the miss. Are. We had a team making missing us this year. There was, they were man on the make two, three zone on the miss. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. The other way around man on the miss two, three zone on the make. And yeah. It took us a quarter and a half to figure out what the hell are you one. doing? Yeah. And then they changed <laughs> it up. Yeah. I love that. So here we're, this is early in the season for us. We get started a little later than you guys. So this was practice number five. For us. Oh God, you do. We usually are part of the late. So you guys didn't get through your tournament then. No, we, we start, we have tryouts the three days before Thanksgiving. Then we're off for the Thanksgiving weekend. And then that Monday is our first official practice. And then when does your season end? We end the playoffs are usually the first week in March. Okay. So how first far did, how far week. did you guys, how far did the tournament get before they called it? They didn't play the state championships. The, we had a North winner and a South winner, but they didn't get to play for the state titles. They didn't get to play. Okay. Yeah. So it's close. It was like us. So I think it was Elite Eight for us that we got. Yeah. To, yeah. Okay. So that stinks for those teams that were there. I, oh, I can't imagine. I mean, it's going to yeah. stink more for the next year for, I mean, I'm convinced we're not going to have a season, to be honest with you. I'm not sure. But, really? Um, football ain't happening. Fall, fall well, sport. I, told, I was talking to my buddy today who I teach with, and he coaches at another school. We're actually in the same conference. We don't, we don't, neither one of us teach at the school where we coach. Okay. Um, and I said to him, I said, Brian, I said, if they shut down school for the year, which they haven't officially done yet, but it's coming. I go, we're not going to be allowed to do anything in the summer. No camps, no workouts, no summer league. Ours have been called. Yeah, ours have called already. He goes, you think so? I go, they're going to shut down school, but let us let the football have seven on seven? No way. No, no, and I don't think football – but here, here's the issue, and this is the stats teacher in me. So if someone's listening to this three years from now, but we'll see if I was right. Um I'm in a school of 2000. You can't put 2000 teenagers together in social distance. You can't put right. 20 of them. To, you can't put 20 of them together in social, in social distance. distance. 
So what they're going to do is I think they're going to try to slow, they're going to stagger schedules and try things Mm -hmm. and then it's going to blow up and they're going to shut down for three weeks and then they're going to try again and then they're going to shut down again. They're going to get better at testing. They're going to get better at the stats of like you saw all these people, you guys are off for three weeks kind of thing. Right. That's why I don't know if we'll have a season like we've had. Wow. That's interesting. I mean, I just, unless someone comes up with a vaccine, um, right. Takes usually a year to, to four years. Um, yeah. I know it's going to be a while, Please. I think. I <laughs> um, all right. So then, so, and then you do five, you do your 17 twos, you do those three times. Well, this is early in the season. When okay. You're conditioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. By mid season, we only have this, usually this one in the mid one. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. But this is the one where they go home and I see the parents the next day and go, oh, Timmy came home and he just went right to sleep. Good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Are you going to pay me extra for that? that you didn't I know. have to deal with your teenager? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a good thing. Um, All right. What, so anything guess, else on those? On what? On, on those, um, on the other two, on the box outs or the closeouts? No, not really. I mean, it, we're, we're, these are pretty standard drills. You know, defensive stance. We do uh, um, just a full court one where I'm at the head. And, and the box out. So explain the box out drill. Do you, that, that's one that intrigues me because I'm always looking for drills that, that, that are good for, for rebounding and stuff. We're going to start with uh, box outs on the floor where, okay. you know, the circle's here. We're going to have circle here, circle here. So we'll have groups. There'll be an X and an O and an X, X and an o. o. Yep. And we'll put the ball in the middle. I love that drill. And they've yep. got to, it's got to be four seconds. They hold the guy off. It's a great and drill. We'll, yeah. And then, then what I do, you what you really have to do is teach them to go get the damn ball. Like, yes. I mean, there's nothing box. I mean, we got five guys boxing out and the ball bounces. It's like, great, go get it. <laughs> the well, then we, as we move in the season, we'll do – just a, you know, just have five guys around kind of anywhere, right? Right. And then – oh, that's six. No, one, two, three, four, five. We'll throw it up, and they have to – the defense gets a point if it bounces. Ah, I like that. Okay, and then they've okay. got to get five points to get off. Ooh, so it's I like really that. holding the box out and waiting for the one bounce. Ooh, I like that a lot because it forces – I mean, and the problem is there's one weak link in that chain, baby. Mm-hmm. It's going to stand out. It's going to stand out quickly. <laughs> and the rest of them are going to – it's going to be like Lord of the Flies, man. They're going to come after that kid. Yes. Yes. And then we do this one a bunch too. We have one, two, three, four offensive players and two defensive guys right in here okay. and i'm gonna shoot and when i shoot i'm gonna yell out two numbers and those are the guys that are going to the glass so i might yell out two and three so two and three are going to the glass like they have that. to box these two guys out now you always get the one kid that goes you get the guys on that side and i'll get the guys on this side right. well hey dummy what happens when i call three and four <laughs> right then this guy stands here and goes huh huh <laughs> yeah i love that I love that. So that's called numbered rebounding. We'll do that too. Numbered rebounding. Okay. And then did you have another, did you have one from later in the season? 
I'd yes. like to compare. I'd love to compare. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> again, I'm big with the quotes. Yep. So this actually was a quote. Uh, Peter Goober is, was a movie producer, and he bought into the um, Golden State Warriors in, like, 2012. He was one of, the, one of the shareholders. And the year they won their first championship, I heard an interview with him on the radio, like, two days later. And this is a guy who started as a, you know, a production assistant intern and worked his way up to the head of, like, Paramount Pictures and, you know, was a right. billionaire. And he, and he said this, they said, well, when you first bought in, you know, the team wasn't good. You had just drafted Steph Curry, blah, blah, blah. And he said, this failure is an inevitable partner on the path to success. So at this point in the season, I will tell you, we were 0-4 and not close to winning a game yet. So, you know, this is when we really talked about So did you feel like you lost them this year? No, and I talked to them about that at the end of the season. That's really um, good then. We had one game. Uh, we had one game this year where I felt like we gave up. That's not bad. With that record, one game is not bad. And listen, that record, and I think the average score of the games was 65 to 37 was our – Okay. Was the average score. Okay. So, so yeah, only have one game that, where I felt like we completely. Well, that's why I asked the question. Is because if you'd have come back and said, "Oh, I thought I lost them," then th- then there's other issues. But if you never thought you lost them, that's half the battle. No. Like, <laughs> they make sure they're in the boats, you know. Yeah, so and that's why I said, with you. Said, you know, you guys showed. Uh, there are a lot of lesser kids that would have stopped coming to practice that just right. would have bagged it. Right. What happened? I don't know. Maybe everybody in New Jersey's on the internet right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is the draft still on? What time is it? Nine thirty? Could be. No. That was weird. Sorry about that. Oh, no worries. Um, but yeah, we had two kids that kind of one kid was sort of injured, one kid was and they mm-hmm. left the program. Okay. And I said, You guys didn't. You showed up every day on time. But from someone that built a program. That's the way to do it. Like, if you don't want to be part, we're going to do this. You, whether you want to be a part of the building of this or not, it's fine. That's cool. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this quick story and see what you think as a veteran coach because I went through this issue this year. So we didn't have a freshman team. Everyone was in one gym. Okay. I had a freshman, pretty big kid, decently talented, was the biggest kid in my gym, decently talented, would have gotten some minutes on the varsity this year, would have played a ton of JV minutes. He comes out for the team. We have the tryouts. We're going through practice. And about three days before the first game, he comes to me and he goes, hey, coach, listen, he goes, on Wednesdays, I'm not going to be able to come to practice because I play on a travel soccer team. He's your tallest kid? Yeah. Is he a goalie? The hell? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he is a goalie. Okay. But he goes, I'm not going to be able to come to practice every week because hmm. I play on this travel soccer hey, team. Hey, everybody, I hope you're enjoying the podcast couple things you could do to help us out over at Coach Unplugged. First is you could go over and subscribe and like. We would really appreciate that. That really does help us a lot. Also, you could go over and check out teachhoops.com. You could make a commitment in your coaching. You could say, I'm going to become a better coach. I am going to sign up for six months. I'm going to sign up for a year. I'm going to join this community. Not only does it have resources, not only does it have other coaches, not only does it have a community, it has Coach Collins, who has been successful at every level. I am going to go make that commitment to become a better coach. Go over and check it out. At the time of this, there's a 14-day free trial. I'm not sure that will be the case. And 
perpetuity, but for right now it is. So go over and check it out. All right, let's get back to the podcast. No. <laughs> and uh, he said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, you need to go home and talk to your parents and tell them that if you're on the basketball team on Wednesdays, you have to be a basketball. Right. Basketball it's basketball season. So he came in. He said, well, I talked to my parents and, you know, I don't know. I said, listen, Nick, I said, you're also going to have tournaments, aren't you? And he goes, well, yeah, I think we have like one a month or maybe two a month. I go, well, so then Saturdays and Sundays, if we have practice or a game, you're not going to be at that? Oh, I didn't think about that. I said, well, you need to. And I said, listen, it's up to you. The decision's up to you. I'm not going to force you to make a decision. Do you want to be part of the basketball program or do you want to be part of the travel soccer that your right. parents pay for? I get it. So he said, oh, I think I'm going to do soccer. Two days later, his mom called me and ripped, ripped me, called me an a-hole, said... The one I didn't like was she said, you didn't give my son a choice. I said, no, absolutely. I gave him a choice. Yeah. So Because you don't like the choices doesn't mean you weren't given a choice. I, so here's, 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 here's the comeback for this. You did the, exactly what I would. So you are a coach of a talented and gifted team for basketball players. <laughs> and your choices, I, and I give the, I spell this out at the beginning of the year. If you miss a practice, you sit. I'm sorry mm -hmm. your gerbil died, but the other kids were here. And you weren't. I'm sorry you're sick, but the other kids were here and you weren't. Now, so if you're a starter, I don't start you. If you're not a starter, I don't I don't put you in right away. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not gonna sit you the whole game at that point, but if it's unexcused, that's unexcused. That means you ought any unexcused absence for me, you sit a game. So every yep. time you miss a Wednesday, you'd sit the next game. You're really not gonna be an integral part. So I mean, I'm not sure a kid like that is is gonna be around in three years anyway. That's my theory. It's like I want basketball players. Like I want multiple sport athletes that play their sports in the season and make the rest of the stuff mm -hmm. work. Well, so that's what I said to him. I go, next <laughs> fall during soccer season, if we have weightlifting, are you gonna miss soccer practice to lift weights? No, no. And the mom said to me, well, it's not the same thing. I go, it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. You're making choices. So live with your choice. That's what I said to the kid. And that's what I said to the mom. I said, we don't right. make choices in life. Listen, I'm fat because I eat Doritos. Okay. Right. That's why <laughs> right. I make right. the choice to eat Doritos. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, that's what I don't get. It's like, yeah. So that's your choice as a parent to sign him up. That's your choice. To decide that that's more important than mm -hmm. I'm not telling you, you have, you, you have to do that. <laughs> But like, I, no, I think Ooh, I, the, taking over a program too, you got to, you got to draw that in the sand too. That's a well, line that's, in the sand, man. Cause if that kid all of a sudden does that, everybody from ever is going to know what well, this kid got to do it. Well, so we're not going to talk for two thirty-eight, but I, I love telling stories. So, uh, I, I actually cut a kid, a senior, and then we had a hole to do when he got put back on the team and I fell on the sword for that one. When this whole thing went down, I said, listen, just put the kid back on the team. We don't need to. So that was the first week of practice, this happened like the third week of practice. And when it happened, and then we, um, you know, the kid decided I'm going to play soccer. The AD came in the next morning to practice and he said, hey, what's the deal with, you know, the kid? And I said, you know, he said, I, the mom called me. And I said, yeah. And I told them. And he's like, uh, you know, he's, he, he, he was, he had my back, but you know, he's playing the AD side. Right. Like, listen, yep, I understand. I get it. But I said to him, I said, listen, I got to have some control over the pro. You know, mm -hmm. I got to have some say in it. Some, a little right. <laughs> right right and what did he say to that like he, no he was on board with it i think i think i think you got to spell it out and hand it out to the parents and the kids at the beginning of the year and say sign this Here well i didn't get the job till september and there was a lot of so so, so yeah. that's what i think in the off season you gotta think about because i have like an expectations team and program expectations some people give kids passes <laughs> i don't even give them passes like some coaches will say you get three missed practices passes 
They can't be a day before a game. I don't – are you kidding me? There's no way you're missing a practice. But So, at this other school that I worked, we, we had a very good program. We – me and the assist, me and the head coach ran the AAU in the spring, and we had these kids from sixth grade on. It's a very – it's a small group one school here, single A school, but very successful in the state. We had a kid who was a great kid, really good player, and his eighth grade year, his mother and father came to me and the head coach and said, listen, next winter break when he's in ninth grade, Jackson, a freshman, he said, we are going to Ireland, my wife's grandmother for the last time. She's dying. You know, she lives in Ireland. And but they said, we're coming to you now. We said, absolutely. We said, but Jack's going to miss two games in that time. So he's going to be suspended for the next two games when he comes back. And the parents could, they were like, absolutely. I get it. We just wanted to let you know beforehand. Right. So Jack missed four games that year. The two right. that he was away and then he was suspended for Here's two. Here's your action. Here's your consequence. As yeah. a parent, I would be like, I just letting you know, I totally get it. We wouldn't do this, but grandma's dying and we need to see grandma. Right. And the, but that's why they were totally fine with it because right. they understood the expectation. And, right. and, that, and that will come with time as you're around longer, coach. That will yeah. Time. yeah. 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 But like I said, I had to establish. You have to. You have to draw that line in the sand. Let's go back to that practice. Um, yeah. So I'm just looking. So everything till six. Is this, yeah, everything six, is the same thing. Same thing, you know, a little bit, two times each. We know yeah. what the drill is now. Okay. Um, then we go to a thing called perfect possession. And uh, this is a defensive drill. Let me see okay. if I can explain this. Buddy of mine is the uh, strength and conditioning coach at Xavier. He always sends me drills, sends me things. When we talk, he gives me some things to do. So this is, we're working on defense. So you put your five out there on defense. You put 45 seconds on the clock. Offense gets the ball. They start, you hit the clock, the clock's counting down. You just play one possession. If the offense scores, if the offense gets an offensive rebound, or if it goes out of bounds off the defense, so the offense retains possession, any one of those three things happen, the whistle blows, the possession's over, the clock goes back to 45 seconds. If the defense gets a stop and a defensive rebound, obviously, or a steal, or the ball goes out of bounds on the offense, so the defense retains possession, the clock stops where it is. Say it stops at 32 seconds. Okay. Okay. There was, that possession was 13 seconds long. It stops at 32 seconds. The offense gets another possession. Defense gets a stop at 20 seconds. The clock stops at 20 seconds. Offense gets another possession. If at eight seconds, the offense gets an offensive rebound, possession stops, clock goes back to 45 seconds. I love that drill. So you got to get to zero to get off. That's brutal. That's like war. That's, <laughs> like, that's like fisticuffs in our practice that would be like yeah yeah oh i love that drill i love that drill okay that's like game of thrones man you better yeah right but but again that's building that toughness that it is yes i love that you know and it's what what xavier does it for is they have a thing i forget if it's battles or wars and my buddy who's a strength coach actually keeps track of it on the bench if they get three stops in a row that's a battle they won a battle and they figured out they have to win 11 battles in a game to win a game on the college. I've never heard it. I, so we, we chart that. Like, like I'll change. If someone scores on me three times or does something, then I'll change. But I love, he's saying if they stop someone three times, it's three battles. They need 11 battles to win. I love that. that in a college game, I bet it's, I bet it's <clears> like three. I bet, bet it's like eight battles. If you win eight battles. Right, what you can do is go back game. and watch film of a game and kind of, again, you're a math guy. So yeah, like, I love that. Because it is, the, the game is <clears> little pieces. 
Mm-hmm. Like we play stop, score, stop, or stop, score, yep. stop, score, where it's just like, I can't even tell you how many times I, I come in and it's <laughs> games close at the end. I go, guys, all you need is a stop, a score and a stop. And we got this thing. Yep. Like, and we've done it in practice. They kind of know what that feels like. Um, but I love that perfect possession. I love that. So the perfect possession is working on getting three stops in a row. Basically, basically they're saying in 45 seconds, it should be about three stops for them again in a conference. Perfect. So it's working on something that they're directly charting. So you know, the, the, the battles they're talking about is just getting three straight stops. Three straight stops is a battle. Okay. And they've got to get 11 at the collegiate level. So I'm yes. guessing I'm going to, I'm going to figure out what it is for the high school level. Right. Again, it's going to be adjusted by the number of possess sort of the average number. What do you play in your state quarters or halves? Quarters. And how many, well, how long are your quarters? Eight minutes. Yeah, we play uh we play 18 minute half. Okay. It's it's awesome. Half yeah, you like it? Oh, I do. Do you have a shot clock? Do you? No. I was quoted in an article this year about it. I took a lot of heat. I'm not a shot clock advocate. I'm not either. Oh my god, I found somebody else. I think it's the dumbest thing ever. Like, oh, I don't think we need is, a shot clock. Why do we need a shot clock? What's it gonna do to the high school game? That's what I said. This reporter that I know was talking to me, and then when the article came out, a bunch of people I go. Does it markedly improve the game? Just because nope. just because there are more points doesn't mean it's a better basketball. And three, could you imagine the crappy shots that some high school kids would take if they have to take a shot every twenty seconds? That's my biggest thing. Like <laughs> they take I, awful I, shots. I, I I I've coached guys that have played in the NBA. I've coached like sixty collegiate guys. Most of the time, the shot clock comes down. My guys are going to be able to create a decent shot. You get to schools of one hundred and twenty-three kids. And you're putting, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But then you're still going to be horrible shots. My fourth one, you want a fourth one? Running a shot clock is not easy. And it's not easy. These officials are accountants and teachers and stuff during the day. How do they know if it touched the rim? There's that instant replay in a high school gym on a Tuesday night in January. It's like installing all of it, training people, having quality people do it. Yeah, It's not going to happen now. The world we're living in now, no one's putting shot clocks up. Are you kidding me? (laughs) So that's dead. That's dead in the water, thank God. Yeah, I am not a shot clock advocate. I am not either. There's not many of us, but we can we can have a shot no shot clock party. Okay. <laughs> shooting stations. So yeah, shooting stations. We're gonna do it's just a traditional five spot shooting on one side. I'm telling you, that's I've, I've talked to enough coaches about. I don't get enough shots up. I, I that's that's one of my kryptonites in practice i have to work on getting more shots up for my guy i just i don't and one of the things i always say to my assistants is they shoot enough on their own like that's all they do when they're by themselves yeah but they don't during the season and it's like it's like it's like putting when you don't do it you lose it that's the problem from a former shooter and a shooter lives in this house when we either one of us don't shoot for a while we notice it that's why and it gets lost in practice planning i think especially late in the season and i'm mm-hmm. guilty of it i'm so guilty of it yeah i am t- and my one assistant yells at me all the time yeah he, there's there's part of him that's right about it too it's like he, <laughs> if you don't shoot you're not you you, you can lose that skill you're not going to be as effective right so right we're doing five spot shooting on one side on the other side we're doing finishing you know, where they're driving in, we're hitting them with pads. Good, yeah. I you know, yep. you yep. know, and the one thing I do is I have like a full length football pad and I tell them if I put it straight up over my head, you got a pump fake and then I'll bring it down yeah. and finish through the contact. Okay. You know, and the, and some of them will dribble in, jump stop, I'll throw it straight up in the air and they'll throw it right off the pad. 
and you're just like, <laughs> I know. like, did you not see the pan? Like, did you think it was going to go? Through? They don't. They have their mind made up. That's why they. That's why they run over three people to get to the basket. It's Absolutely, like four, and that's four. the whole thing, right? Jump, stop, and read what happens. <sighs> you you get a call when you're under control. The official will give you the benefit of the doubt if you're under control. If you yep. look out of control, they're not going to give you the call. Never. And then so now we're we're into the season. We're into games. We're going to work on specifics of what's coming up. I think this was a uh, Thursday practice. Yeah, Thursday 1-2, and we were at Woodridge on Friday 1-3. Okay. So we're going to work now. The last hour we're going to work. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. If you did, please go over and leave that five-star review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Acast, wherever you listen to these podcasts. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is my baby. Um, Learn all my secrets of how I was able to win 80% of my high school games, three state titles, multiple conference championships. Um, Let me help you through this great journey we call coaching. All right, have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.